I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip, and this is Gunsmoke. We're back. You know, I'm an advocate of uh, responsible gun ownership, and I also support affordable gun ownership, meaning you don't have to spend a fortune to have a quality firearm. I personally own some guns that are up there in cost, but I also have some that are very affordable name brand firearms. Now, with that said, I met some folks that take cheap to a whole different level, but that's another story. I've always been a little curious about Saturday night specials. I've never owned one, so I decided to look into them. Let's talk about some cheap pistols that got the name Saturday night specials or junk guns. In the late 19th century and the early 20th century, they were commonly referred to as suicide specials. The earliest known use of them, the term Saturday night special, was used in the August 17, 1968 New York Times front page article titled Handgun Imports Held Up by the U.S. It was written by Fred Graham and he wrote cheap, small caliber Saturday night specials that are a favorite of hold up men. That, That term Saturday night special got more popular with the passing of the Gun Control Act in 1968, which banned a number of inexpensive firearms to be imported or manufactured, including a large number of revolvers made by the Rome Gesellschaft in in West Germany. So with the importation ban, Rome goes and opens up a factory in Miami, Florida. And a number of companies opened up in the United States and began producing inexpensive handguns, including Jennings of Firearms, later Brico Arms, and now Jimenez Arms, and then the Raven Arms Company, the Phoenix Arms Company, Lorson Engineering Company, Davis Industries, and the Sundance Industries, which collectively became known as the Ring of Fire Companies. A Saturday Night Special is an inexpensive firearm of lesser lesser quality due to poor craftsmanship and or inexpensive metals such as Xanac, uh, which is an alloy containing zinc, magnesium, and copper. The term Saturday Night Special implies such a gun that would be used in a crime. Now, studies show that the criminals prefer a high-quality gun in the largest caliber that they can conceal. The term junk guns refers to the materials used to make them, targeting zinc castings, low melting points, usually around 800 degrees Fahrenheit or less, powder metallurgy, and other low-cost manufacturing techniques. Most all guns made this way are chambered in low-pressure cartridges like uh, 22 long rifle, 25 ACP, and 32 ACP which allows these techniques to give sufficient strength and a desirable weight and keep the cost low. As a result, with crap materials, you get cheap construction. 
you get a firearm with very poor durability and marginal accuracy. So if you're knocking off your local or favorite porn shop, I guess accuracy isn't a primary concern. They are also referred to as throwaway guns. Use it and lose it. Nonetheless, three of the top ten types of guns involved in a crime in the U.S. are widely considered to be Saturday Night Specials, as reported by the ATF in 1993. These included the Raven Arms 25 caliber Davis P380 and the Lorsen L380. However, the same study showed that most common firearms used in homicides was a large caliber revolver. Pretty much, I've learned that if you own one of these junk guns, it's recommended to save your revolver for the next gun pieback in your area and make some money off of it. I mean, get a few bucks. Here's a few guns I found that are considered to be junk. The EIG, and that's one of the many names of the chain of companies in Florida who imported the RG handguns. EIG Cutlery in uh, Miami was the parent company of FIE, Firearms Import and Export Corporation. Later, European American Armory, as well as Heritage Arms, XM, and RG Industries. They were always importing guns made by Rome Gessentheim in Western Germany in the late 50s through 1968. They imported Rome guns prior to the use of the RG name. The gun labeled EIG is the same gun as the RG-10. EIG had a few demo guns before the RG-10. They were called pre-RG-10s, which were target pistols with longer barrels. The action and the materials are the same as the RG-10, and uh, they say they are collectible, but not regarded as shootable because they suffer from problems excessive wear leading to timing failures as of any of the RG-10 firearms. Now, RG Firearms was formed around 1969 in the, uh, when the Gun Control Act banned the importation of 90% of the RG line of guns as Saturday Night Specials. Their larger guns shot a 38 and are all steel and tended not to have as many problems and but the 22 short guns are dangerous due to the wear characteristics of the zinc alloy that the frame was uh, made from. Worst guns ever made, the RG-10. It was called a Roscoe and it was the trade name for the RG-10. Now I know where the name Roscoe and Heater came from in those old gangster movies with James Cagney and Ever G. Robinson. It was also sold as the CDM Thalco Plinker Valor, Vest Pocket, Western Styles, Zephyr, and many other private labels. Best value zero, and the only thing you could find out was the whole RG line guns were crap. Now there was the CDM, that's the uh, Criterion Die and Machine Company in New York. That uh, is a domestic equivalent of the RG-10 and the worst handguns ever made. Anything said about the RG-10 applies here. They were actually refused a manufacturing license in 1970 in New York due to the melting point of their handgun frames. 
Their revolvers were made from inferior materials. The frames melted way below 800 degrees and even more inferior work, uh, workmanship. They would spew lead out both sides of the cylinder due to congenial misalignment of the uh, cylinder and barrel. These guns were very dangerous. Then comes Armsico, model 059. This one's even worse than the CDM. Armsco stands for Arms Corporation of America, located in Nashville, Tennessee. They're actually made in wood, were made in Woodbine, Woodbine and, uh, which is a suburb of Nashville. And a revolver was made in a tiny shop located behind Friedman's Army-Navy surplus store, which is also owned by Mr. Friedman. And he's the manufacturer of all these guns, and they were made between the early 50s and 1968, and production was stopped. They were put out of business. Does that give you any idea of the quality and the product coming out of this place? So, for what I found out, the story is all the same for all of these guns. The H. Schmidt Imperial Metals Products, IMP, General Precision Corporation, REC 25 uh, caliber ACP, pistol model P8, and the LaFury model 8 made by REC. Uh, they're all made in Germany as well as the Clerk, that's C-L-E-R-K-E, first, uh, 22 and 32 calibers. All of these quick guns quickly get out of time and shoot as much lead down both sides of the gun as goes through the barrel. So stay with quality firearms, not only for accuracy and durability, but for your safety and the ones you care about. I personally wouldn't let someone I care about shoot a firearm that I would consider to be a cheap piece of shit. So that's good news, and it's, it's, it's good information to have. I, I learned a lot, and I talked to a lot of people, and we thought, I thought they were very helpful. Also, send in the emails at Gunsmoke, that's G-U-N-S-M, smoke at yahoo.com I'd love to hear from you hear your ideas and hear what you got to say so we'll see you next time take care